In this episode of BTS, Erica and I catch up on all of the BTS happenings, from their new endorsement with Hyundai to their much-deserved Grammy nomination. We also have a heated debate on Jungkook's new hair color. Join us for all this and more. Let's get it. We're back. Hey. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And we have so much to talk about. Uh, Yeah, so much has been going on. We, you know, we took our little break and then we're like, okay, we're going to get back into swing of things. And then life happens. And then BTS just decides to like crap all of this stuff all over us. And <laughs> All right, let's just, you just want to get into it because we have so much to talk about. Well, I do want to mention something that we meant to mention in um, the episode before last, which was about their partnership with Hyundai. Yes, I had wanted to talk about this. And for some reason, I skipped over it on accident. And so we never got to it. They were appointed the BTS Global Brand Ambassadors for the Hyundai's new flagship SUV, the Palisade. I thought it was really funny because only like three of them can drive and then they got appointed the global ambassadors for a car, but it was a really smart move on Hyundai's part because after this article had come out, they already got like 1500 pre-orders on this car and that was like more cars than like some other um, car companies had sold and like previously in their quarter or something like that so and they got this pre-order of like 1500 cars already i don't know if that has anything to do with bts or if it's just going to be a really great car but still they pre-sold a lot of these cars i mean i think that here's the thing i'm not looking for a car right now um but if i were i would probably lean heavily towards at least looking into it mm -hmm. um so i mean they do have influence and honestly when you see seven grown men sitting comfortably in an suv together that's a selling point <laughs> it is and and it's supposed to be marketed as a family car and so we'll link the video to their like official co like commercial or um promo for it let me just tell you i mean in america just about everyone drives when you turn 16 you start driving a car in korea it's not as common they have really great public transportation so people don't need to drive cars but jungkook looks so good driving a car i like i freaked out so he's the one driving which is really cute because he's the youngest one and he's driving and jen is in the passenger seat and then all of the other guys are like lounging in the back seats of this car and they are they're all fitting really comfortably in this car and they're not small men it looks really roomy and really nice on the inside but yeah i just saw jungkook driving this car and i'm just like oh my gosh he can drive a car he looks so good driving a car and it's like this basic thing that people can do but he looks so good doing it. And then a little bit later in the commercial, they get into, they're all speaking English, which was super cute. Yes, it was so cute. So I loved it. So cute. And they all have little lines of like, 
oh, this is family and all this stuff and um, really hitting hard and selling that family um, aspect of it. And it was so good. And I, 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 I teared up a little bit and they all had, oh, they're so cute when they speak English. They're so cute. Like, oh, you guys have to see like the preview of the commercial. And um, also like Sugar falls asleep in the back seat. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh, that's so me and car rides. Like <laughs> I always like fall asleep. I'm a horrible road trip partner. And um, also this seems like this would be a good car if you like had uber or lyft or you Mm -hmm. did any of drive services because like again you get the sleekness like look at me selling this (laughs) (laughs) you get the sleekness of an suv but all of the utility of a van so any family again who wants to not like go straight into minivan zone but Mm -hmm. wants a safe sleek nice car that's roomy and comfortable and grows with their family as they grow um it's a (laughs) i'm so selling this (laughs) hey hey hyundai hit us up if, uh, <laughs> for some sponsorship paid <laughs> or you can pay me in hugs from bts how about yes. that <laughs> yeah just introduce us to bts and we'll sell these cars for you <laughs> seriously but um yeah that's worth checking out and we'll definitely have it in our show notes so that you guys can see them speaking their really cute english um and looking really good and suave yes um, um, I don't know the price. They didn't give a price tag on the car. I'm sure if you pre-ordered it, obviously they would, you know, give you the price of it, but it will officially be released the summer of 2019. So be looking forward to that. And there, um, there's a Hyundai social media account. It's called Hyundai lifestyle. That's going to be all about promoting like their BTS content. So there's going to be like more commercials and more little promos and stuff coming out with BTS to promote the Palisade. So we'll definitely be looking out for that as well. Yes. And just one thing also really quick. Um, I know I mentioned in the episode that we talked about Jin getting um, his buying the apartment and investing, maybe getting an investment property, how I was wondering like, oh, I wonder how much money they make. And also, I know that money is like a really weird thing to talk about, like for a lot of other cultures. So if you're listening to this and you're like, why is she all up in their business about how much money they make? Um, I really don't like care too much about like, oh, does this make them good or not? It's just kind of like a thing that we just kind of like wonder because like I said boy bands in the past at least in the United States did not make much money at all unfortunately they were very much exploited this does not seem to be the case with big hit entertainment and so that's really great and it's things like these deals and these like um um endorsements and stuff mm-hmm. that bts does that really rack up the money i know that like for some of the best paid uh sports athletes in the mm-hmm. world it's not so much that they're getting the money from like the teams but they're getting money from like these endorsements yep so um i just want to know that they're like you know getting paid the money that they should be getting paid especially if they are contributing to people buying these products and putting their name on it and like helping you know these companies to succeed so it's kind of interesting from a business standpoint not necessarily like i care from a personal standpoint about it yeah this also i also want to say this this also helps them to be exposed like other people if they haven't heard of bts they don't know who they are again this is another way that they might be exposed to them something that i've noticed that works with fame in the united states is like and maybe in the world but there are like levels of fame so there's like 
okay, people are starting to know you and hear your name, but you're not like that recognizable. And I feel like BTS is sort of like there, like people might hear like BTS or what's that? Or like, oh, do they have a song? Or like, they might not know that the song is them singing, you know? And something like this just helps to contribute to this overall like rise in recognition. And so it's only a good thing for, at least for in our society to be like, oh wait, okay, I see them here. I see them here okay, I'm going to figure out who is this group because now Mm -hmm. I'm curious. So something like this is really high profile and I think it's really great. Yeah, I 100% agree. Even though they are like the top social everything. um, So it's the end of the year now and Twitter analytics and all these things are coming out with end of the year charts and all this stuff and other companies are doing that as well. It's really interesting that a lot of people still don't know who BTS are and that I didn't know who BTS was until recently. And they're one of the most active artists on Twitter. J-Hope's In My Feelings Challenge, is that what, it, is that what it's called? The the Drake thing? Yeah, um, Kiki, do you love yeah. me? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, J-Hope did a version of that. That was the most liked tweet on Twitter in 2018. Yeah. And... In- so crazy it had almost 2 million likes and then uh they came out with a list of the most tweeted uh about musicians there was a lot of confusion they come out with this whole thing and bts obviously was number one but then in the number eight spot was jimin quote unquote but they attribute it to another idol, actually, who has the same name as Jimin. But their name is Jimin Park, and it's a girl. And she has a Twitter, Jimin Park 07. And apparently there was a lot of confusion. ARMY fans were like, okay, if you go back and look at this, then our Jimin is the one that's been tweeted about the most. You know, he's always attributed in BTS tweets and all this stuff. And a lot of people are like, this other Jimin, she is a really great singer. We really like her, but she shouldn't be the one in this spot. Well, apparently she should be because there's ARMY who are actually tagging her Twitter handle when they're actually talking about our Jimin. So she actually was the number eight most tweeted about musician because of that. So. Gosh. Yes. So Twitter <laughs> actually apologized and said, we're sorry. It should have been Jimin, you know, Park Jimin of BTS. But then they came back and said, oh, wait, they retracted that statement and said, no, actually, it was this other Jimin because she got tagged in all of this stuff that had to do with BTS. People are tagging her Twitter handle and meaning to talk about the other Jimin. So it was like this whole big mess and yeah, but BTS got the number one spot. So I think that's the most important. Um, I guess last year, Jimin was like the number two most tweeted about. So that's why ARMY fans were really confused about this and like, wait, it should be him. I think it, it technically was supposed to be him, but because ARMY or whoever was like, Maybe they were actually ARMY because then they would know that Jimin doesn't have his own personal Twitter account, but they're all tagging this other Jimin who is a female of another idol group. And yeah, so she took the number eight spot instead of our Jimin. 
Yeah, I don't know that you can really call that an accolade if yeah. it's like uh, <laughs> not really for me. Um, but that just goes to show you the power of like, okay, we've talked about this before. Who is the most popular member? Not that it matters, you know, but and they all have such amazing gifts and individuality. So let's not even talk about that in terms of popularity doesn't mean worth, right? But I was just curious at who tends to be the most popular. And at least online through Twitter and like stats like this and metrics like this, you know, it points to Jimin, which is also what I've been kind of leaning towards in when I watch them perform for crowds in general, you know. Yeah, he seems to be, especially like in the States and stuff, when we watched fan cams from all their concerts here, anytime Jimin did anything, people just went absolutely nuts. Yeah, but I did notice when I was watching like some stuff from I think it was Hong Kong, they seemed to go like crazy for Jin, mm-hmm. oh, and, and crazy for like Sugar, and I was like, okay, Hong <laughs> Kong, you my peeps. <laughs> but obviously, again, all of them are really great. But it's just kind of like interesting for me to think because like I know I have my whole like they all I love them all in different ways, you know. Mm-hmm. But just like to see what the general public thinks. Yeah. Um, yeah that's interesting well since we're uh talking about like end of the year stuff so there is uh youtube came out with this thing called rewind 2018 and erica why don't you tell us a little bit about that okay so i'm really into youtube so if you're not you probably don't know about this don't care but (laughs) um (laughs) (laughs) but i'm super into youtube i watch it a lot and i you know i'm on it a lot so So YouTube Rewind is basically like this YouTube, the corporation puts together a bunch of like some of the most prominent creators on the platform. These are people with like millions of subscribers and they basically put it into this like little whimsical fun compilation video um, that kind of just points out the trends, has features from people that you see all over the platform. And it's kind of like almost like a commercial for YouTube, but also just like a wrap-up of the year and what's been going on, right? What's been trendy and what's family-friendly, too. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> when I was watching it, because, like, I like to watch it every year and it came out, they go into it and the theme this year is, like, oh, you guys create YouTube Rewind this year, so what do you want to see in it? And there's this part where they're, like, it wouldn't be Rewind this year without K-pop. 2018 was the year of K-pop. So then after that, like the idol music kind of comes in to the background. And then um, a couple of YouTubers kind of like get dressed in like idol, like, you know, suits like they have in the Mm -hmm. video. And then they kind of like dance like that. And there's a lot of editing that's kind of like pretty much like idol. And it like plays in the background. So when I watched this initially without any outside world interference or anything like that, I was like, oh, that's so cool that, you know, BTS is featured in this. And look, they're just everywhere. And, you know, it's cool that they're kind of getting props. And even in this big in this big video about, you know, something that's rising to prominence. Also featured in the video were more Korean YouTubers, as well as like a popular thing on YouTube this year were mukbangs, which are these like videos where people like eat a bunch and like record. And it's not just popular in Korea, but it's very popular among like the American um American YouTuber like crowd so like there's a lot of Korean culture that was like in there and there's a mention of like Asian influence in in the mainstream Mm -hmm. so like those were kind of points that were touched upon so me just watching it at the time I was like oh okay that was like cute well there was controversy around this because apparently like 
Well, a lot of ARMY are upset because they said K-pop instead of saying BTS. You know, at that point, they didn't right. really credit BTS in the video at all. Like at the end of um, at the end of the YouTube Rewind video, there's like all the credits for all of the different YouTubers who are on it. And then they'll just like tag them in the end. Obviously, they didn't tag it. But I have to say this. I'm not sure if these people, these people, I'm not sure if the army that were upset watch YouTube Rewind on typical years, but they tend to use a trendy song or a few trendy songs every year. And so I do think they pay for the royalties and everything, the credit to use it. But they don't typically, from what I understand, credit that like in the credits, right? It's like they kind of like pay for it. And it's just like, you know, the song and it's like in it. But when they link to the creators at the end, they mostly just link to like the YouTubers who were featured in the video okay. so I don't know if it's something that people are getting upset for that they think it's because they're trying not to credit them but really that's kind of like how they operate anyway I know that in like 2012 Gangnam Style by Psy was like really popular and actually he was in the video so maybe this is not a good example <laughs> but each year they have like really popular songs but it's not like they really like credit the song like oh this is what song is playing right now you know right right So, yeah, that was kind of like the controversy from what I could understand. But some people were saying, like, they also were like, YouTube was taking away views from the idol video. That's what I saw, that there were, like, 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 I don't know, a ton of less views on than there were. I don't really know what happened with that or how it went about, um, but I did see a little bit about that. I don't really know the details, though. Okay, so this is not like groundbreaking journalism, (laughs) so we could be wrong, but like this is from, I'm actually on Reddit, of course, where where do you go to get the tea, right? You go to Reddit. (laughs) Um, So a YouTuber was saying like that they were deleting about 30 million views from Idol, and so there's like frozen views, and there's a lot of controversy, and also that there's like a real account versus a fake account. And, you know, this is a big deal to armies because BTS has been breaking records this whole year that, you know, or so with having like the fastest views in 24 mm-hmm. hours and having really high views just in general. Their idol record, which was the fastest in 24 hours with like about um, like 49.5 million views was broken by the recent song Ariana Grande's uh, Thank You Next, which is a really mm-hmm. cute song. I really like that song. <laughs> um, it's really cute. It's a like very likable song. Um, but that was recently broken. But I can also understand how if there feel if people feel like there's a controversial way of um, counting views or not counting, you know, views, then what is it? And then it's hard for me to know because it's like I don't know what the algorithms are, what the computers are, what counts as like an organic real view versus like okay this feels like a manufactured view you know I don't know how any of this works I don't really know what YouTube system is for like what organic or real views are versus artificial or whatever Mm -hmm. um, and how they determine it and whatever but I'm sure that they have some sort of system on the surface without knowing any of the other details I was really excited to see idol in the youtube rewind video yeah i still think regardless it's a it's a big deal because i mean i know youtube is worldwide but like is 
Is the Rewind thing more of kind of like mainly American YouTubers or? Well, it used to be. And so this year it's a lot more multicultural and global. And, you know, last year and maybe the year before they kind of had a little bit more of a future like little moments or like dance montages with like Mm -hmm. international ones. But this year it was super um, multicultural and they had like a lot of subtitles and stuff. And so it was a lot more multicultural. And I think part of that, you know, BTS and K-pop in general had a lot to do with that. See, I think that's cool. Like, I think there's always going to be people upset about something. And um, I, I apologize if you are one of the army that got upset about that. But it's still a huge deal and still a huge honor for them to be featured in that. And they're going to be recognized. And, and and if someone doesn't even know who they are, but they hear that song and they, they're big into YouTube, they're like, wait, who is that? And then they look more into it. Then they're going to want to do their research and find out who that song is by. And then that gets them looking into BTS and starting liking BTS. So, um, yeah. And as long as they paid for the song, which I'm pretty sure they did because they're always like cutting people down for copyright infringement and stuff like that. I mean, I guess the record companies like pursue it. I know that they didn't just they weren't just like, let's put this song here and like whatever. We're not going to credit them like they're like, we paid our money to have this song featured. So like, you know, we did what we needed to do. What's in like the kind of contracts and agreements. And then um, the. Other thing I was going to say is, oh, also, they only filmed in like four locations, right? They did Los Angeles, London, Rio de Janeiro, and South Korea, Seoul. Oh, cool. So like they were in Seoul too. So like it's just really cool, I think. And so I'm happy about it. But um, again, I don't really know the details. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't know. BTS is just, they're becoming so big. And one thing that's also really cool Last July, Big Hit applied for a trademark for the trademark rights to the name BTS um, because before they've, you know, been known as Bangtan Sonyeondong, which is that's how you would say it in Korean. Um, but because they're so global now, then they wanted to trademark actual BTS because that's what they've been known for. But also they applied for the trademark for ARMY as a fan base the name was trademarked and that's a huge deal because there's been other groups and things to have been known to trademark their names, but no other fan base really has ever had their name trademarked. So that's really cool for us um, to have our name trademarked and yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. I never really thought about it, but that's true that like everybody has their little fans. Like, you know, speaking of Ariana Grande, Arianator is I think they're called. Beyonce has her beehive and everything. But you're right. No one's really tried to put um, a trademark on it. I think the way that they can do it, at least in Korea, is that it's trademarked in Korea. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if they tried to get a trademark on ARMY in the United States, it would not go through whatsoever. (laughs) Um, So it's just not possible because that's the name of our army. I can understand how it's like, okay, well, we in Korea, this means something different and right. we want to trademark it. And then in terms of, I don't even, I'm not sure if they could even trademark BTS in the United States just because it's used for like behind the scenes behind the and scenes. whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know that when you trademark something, it's like really hard if it's like kind of used for multiple things and like mm-hmm. it's not immediately like recognizable so you have to make a case for that but that being said in korea 
and for the Korean Intellectual Property Rights Information Service, <laughs> yes. um, they confirmed that like they applied for those. So, yeah. Um, but the thing is, it's like what I wonder and if it works the same in Korea is like if people are trying to do T-shirts and stuff with that, if now they're now able right. to be now, sued. Yeah. Mm, because let's be honest. Sister loves a discount. <laughs> yep. And so that could be like they can maybe go after people for that if you're not getting like official merchandise from them. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's very true. But so so much other content and stuff has been going on lately. So it makes us really excited for like what's coming and for this next era and for what they're going to do at Mama. And we have no idea what's going on. But they've been sharing so much on social media lately. And one of my favorite things recently, uh, V went live on V Live with Tanny, his little Pomeranian dog. Um, I guess recently he had promised Army that he was going to go live with Tanny. But because their schedule's been so crazy and they've been gone so much, um, he hadn't been able to. And even now, like, they're having rehearsals for stuff. And so he didn't get to go live for very long. He usually goes live for at least an hour. And this one was, like, I think 27 minutes. But, oh, my gosh, it was the cutest thing. I, I've watched it multiple times already as well. Jimin actually brings Tanny in to the room. And it's so cute. Jimin playing with animals is, like, the cutest thing ever. He brings him in. And then V has, like all the this bag of stuff that he keeps pulling out all this stuff for tanny and he plays with him and throws him a ball and tanny keeps crawling up into his lap and just sitting there and it's oh my gosh like i can't even take it just talking about it um and then jimin comes back into the room and plays with him a little bit and he's like the cutest dog ever he oh I want to play with him. He's so fluffy and cute. And he he knows a lot of commands and he's super smart and he sits and um, he can lay down and do like little tricks and uh, his little like high five thing is the cutest. Yeah, that dog is so cute. And he was a star of uh, or Burn the Stage for sure. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he was. Yeah, I think I know we both talked about that. And that was like the biggest reaction from our audiences was when Tanny was on screen and burned the stage. So that was super cute. And another thing during that V Live, pretty sure this was an accident, but our dear sweet Jimin may have hinted at some new music uh, that he and V could possibly be working on. Um, we know V and Jimin and Jungkook none of them have their own solo albums yet nor Jin the three rappers all have their own solo albums and they all talk about making their own solo albums and that they're writing songs all the time and and working on stuff in the V live Jimin leaves the room and he tells um V he says hey I'm gonna be in Rabbit Young's room well like he the word that he says like translates to rabbit well slow rabbit is one of their producers is one of big hits producers and they're like you can tell the room that they're in is like in their production studio is it there's a lot of like albums on the wall and stuff and like it's set up kind of like a game room and like their snacks and stuff like that's like their like common space in their production studio or like maybe where they're um and v had come in and said like his practice went 
long. So it's probably where their practice studio is and stuff. Um, so he said he's going to be in Slow Rabbit's room. And, and everybody's like, wait, what? What are you doing in Slow Rabbit's room? And why do you want V to come in there after? And um, so they could have just been hanging out. Who knows? Or he could have accidentally uh, spoiled that they're working on some new music. <laughs> exciting yes and uh speaking of new music suga also did a recent update and he screenshotted him working like editing on a song and he tagged ed sheeran in it and said hmm this is for you and then tagged ed sheeran in it but it could have been the wrong Ed Sheeran. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Sorry. No. <laughs> just yes. referencing the Twitter <laughs> debacle. No. Yes. This is super exciting news. Like, I mean, he showed like the basically like if you have a Mac and you have GarageBand, he basically showed like the little layers of like a track and like what you can put on that. And he said, this is for you, Ed Sheeran. I need to hear that song now. Well, but <laughs> I, what I did read... Apparently, um, you know, Ed Ed is a songwriter as well. He's not just a performer. His uh, manager, like, shut down all the rumors that Ed will be singing with BTS. So we're thinking Ed just wrote the song for BTS and that BTS will be the ones singing the song. And there's not actually a singing collaboration between the two of them. See, I thought that Shugo is producing a song for Ed Sheeran. Or it, well, yeah, so either or, because someone wrote um, wrote it on Twitter, and they're like, no, blah, 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 Ed's a songwriter, and his manager was like, yep, there's not any, like, singing collab, so I but, don't know if... But also, don't you think that even if there was a collaboration... They wouldn't say it. Yeah, yeah like, because, like, that's something that you want to, like, again, think about what the Steve Aoki wasted on me, like, they did this big, like, you know, promotion of, like, ooh, guess who's gonna be with this next song, and, like, what's gonna happen, and I feel like people who are doing marketing and stuff, they want to do it on their own terms, so maybe Sugar went a little, like, rogue, or he was just trying to, like, leak a little bit of interest, and now everybody's like, wait, we have questions, we want to know what's happening, is this happening, mm-hmm. and whatever, and they want to, like, keep it a surprise, so I feel like even if they were going to do something together that they're not really going to confirm it that's true too so i don't know we don't know what's coming but there apparently is something also i was thinking i I was thinking that sugar made the song for him but it could be like also like an august d sort of thing like where you know it's just sugar featured on the song as like a rapper um and not necessarily all of bts you know right the, the possibilities. <laughs> I know they're endless. Who knows? Or it could be because, like you said, Sugar's a producer. He could be producing. Um, maybe one of the other rappers are in it, or maybe one of the other vocalists are in it with Ed Sheeran. Or who knows? Like we don't know what's going on, but we're ready for that. Yes, so ready. We'll keep you posted. Yeah, I'm in love with the shape of you. Okay. <laughs> and oh my gosh. Yes. Well, speaking of that, um, Jungkook, <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he has been so active lately. We've literally gotten more posts in the past week from him than like the past year. And not just on Twitter, but in the fan cafe. Uh, if you don't know what the fa- fan cafe is, 
<laughs> it's all in Korean. So if you don't read or understand Korean, it's really hard to uh, navigate through it. But it's possible because I've been doing it a little bit. But all of the guys have their own fan cafe accounts and they put little updates and posts in there. And J-Hope and uh, V update more in there as well. But they can also write like little blog posts. RM does that quite often. He'll update little blog posts and stuff and and write stuff in there. Um, but this app also has the capabilities to have a chat room. And Jungkook decided to open up a chat room for people who have fan cafe. There was like a password and it opened up to like 100 people. You had to get in it. And he was just like casually chatting with ARMY for like half an hour. And then he decided he's going to do this every Friday night, Korea Standard Time. Between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m., he's going to do two different chat rooms, sometimes back to back or he could wait a little bit in between. And the first one he did was on Thursday night. So this is all Korea Standard Time was Thursday night. And then he did get on Friday night, but they were in Taiwan. So it was and he waited till 11 p.m. in uh, his local time there to get on. But he did. He opened up two other chat rooms and I have to get in one of these chat rooms. He's so cute. He just like he answers any questions. He just gives information like and one of them, he said he likes to talk to us because it helps him not feel as lonely when he's like sitting in the chat room talking to ARMY. And, and it just really made me sad because I feel like even though they're at these concerts or they're together a lot, it can probably get kind of lonely and isolating because you're such a big group. You can't really go out. You can't go by yourself. You either have to be with the same seven, six other guys that you're with all the time or you have to be by yourself you know, when they're not home and when they're not in Seoul because they, you know, it'd be too dangerous for them to go out by themselves and he can't just go walk around. And um, so I feel like it's probably pretty isolating sometimes to be them. And we don't really think about that aspect of it. You know, you're thinking the same exact thing as me. We see the performances, we see the fans, we see the screaming, we see all of that. And that's really high highs. Like, you know, I can't even imagine what that's like, you know, Mm -hmm. to be on stage the way they are, getting all the love from the army, um, people knowing your songs, people who just love every little thing that you do. But on top of that, you have to go to that low of like right after that, okay, back to like a hotel room, back to hanging out by myself and also like one a lot of people don't understand besides these like other six guys right but also like you might just want some variety and difference in your life I don't know anybody who only kind of like operates within just a small core of people and that's it right Mm -hmm. and they spend so much of their time together and I think they get along so well for that and like seem to have like a really good jovial relationship but that's hard I mean they don't have any like real women around them and so you don't have like that presence either of like oh just like you know a woman's touch or a woman's laugh or whatever Mm -hmm. you know I can see how like it could be like really weird it's like oh I'm just hanging out on my phone or in my room doing Mm -hmm. nothing like you said I can't really do anything else so my life is boring right now (laughs) and so like this is a cool way to like kind of answer and like you said like he loves the armies they all do and just to like get to know us better and it seems like they're already they not already but it seems like they are always 
trying to get to know armies better and like they just want to know more about us like who are mm-hmm. who are you guys and i can understand okay listen i'm like i can understand that having a podcast <laughs> <laughs> not even on the same level whatsoever we're curious like we find out that people are listening in other countries and it's like oh my gosh who are you and why are you listening but like in a good way not like <laughs> like we're so excited so even on a small scale, like we have that curiosity. So I can only imagine, you know, at their level, it's like, I want to know you guys, you guys like are always there for us. You're, you're always ready to listen and everything. I totally agree. And it, we don't ever think about that part of it. So um, it's, it's really heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time to know that he does want to get to know us that well, but you know, than the reasons behind it. But he, you know, he's been so active lately. And that that's what's really concerning me of like, how big or like, what is coming because he and and Suga are the two that don't post as often as the other guys. Um, we know Jimin is very social. He and B post a lot of stuff and J-Hope and uh, so does RM. But Suga and Jungkook just seem to kind of do the minimum <laughs> when it comes to posting on social media um, and sugar a lot more than Jungkook in the last like well since we've been around the last couple months anyway um, posts a little bit more but he's given us so much content lately and breaking news for me not for Erica apparently but uh, Jungkook also has black hair <laughs> and this is not breaking news to Erica she thinks he looks the same but I well, think he could like <laughs> I think he could change like one hair on his head and I'd be like, oh my gosh, what happened? Like I would be able to tell. Well, <laughs> it's so funny because there's a lot of lead up with Molly being like, oh my gosh, Jungkook, he has black hair now. And I was like, well, what color was it before? Wasn't it already <laughs> black? And she's like, no, it was kind of like lighter blackish brown. <laughs> like it whatever. It was light brown. It was really it was, light brown. It wasn't that light. It's not yes, that it light and brown. I'm going to send you another picture. It was light brown. And I'm going to the... be like, it looks exactly the no. same. No. <laughs> at the MMAs, at the Melon Awards, his hair was a really, really like a honey brown, like a light honey brown. And now it's like, it's pitch black. <laughs> it is <Okay>. totally different. <laughs> send me the picture. But I will say this to the audience. Like, so she's like, no. He said, he, you know, he has black hair. He looks so different now. So she sent me like two pictures and I was like, um, <laughs> he looks the same. I don't see any difference, <laughs> but I mean, I wasn't comparing it like side by side, but honestly, like I wouldn't have known, like, obviously I knew at the, um, melon awards that Tay had red hair. That was like new. That, right? Yeah. That was a huge, he goes from bleach blonde to, yeah, to, to red. bright red. But the Jungkook thing, like, if she would have never said anything, I would never have known. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so funny. It just, it goes to show, I wonder, I mean, I know you have a boyfriend, I know you love your boyfriend, but, like, I wonder if, if Suga changed his hair now, like, I mean, he's, like, a dark red. I wonder if he dyed it black, not, like, drastic and went, like, back to white or something, but, like, if he dyed it back to black, if you would notice, because he's your bias. Well, I mean, but again, I need to see this honey brown because I thought Jungkook already had black hair. So, okay, I'm um, sending you right now live. I'm sending her like his most recent, (laughs) his most recent selfie that that he took and posted. And his hair is super light. It's like almost blonde. Like it's a really, really, really light brown. 
Oh, yeah, I have seen these selfies. Okay, okay, okay. See? You're right. You know what it is? Okay, the thing is, is, like, I guess I am always watching, like, videos from, like, the past or, like, a variety of things or whatever. Right. And so, in the videos that I've been watching as of late, he's had, like, black hair. Or he's had, like, darker hair, but, you know, with, like, maybe a little auburn hint or something like that. But, like... Nothing like light. So like I was forgetting that this was like recent, but I was thinking about like the performances and stuff that I've been watching lately. So it's like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. But now that I see the picture, okay, I see what yes. you mean. I see. still <laughs> don't think I would have freaked out, but <laughs> well, hair- I only I know I only freaked out because black is my favorite hair color on him i like the brown too um i like the more natural colors on him because that i guess that's what he mostly is but of all all the hair colors like anytime he ever has black hair that's been my favorite so i think that's why i freaked out i think he looks like yeah some of the guys look really good with like different hair colors and Mm -hmm. they all look good but um he's one of the ones that like i like him keeping it like just dark and everything Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, some of the others, like, Sugar, for instance, I think he looks actually pretty good with, like... Anything? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, really... Yeah, that's true. Jin looks really good as a blonde. Blonde? See, he's both for me, like, on both spectrums. I like him as blonde and black. But nothing in between. But nothing in between. Yeah, same. And then um, RM can do whatever. Actually, I like... Anything. Yeah, I like RM with gray hair. I like him with blonde hair. I actually mm-hmm. prefer him with colored hair than like just mm-hmm. black hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny, it's different. J Hope tends to just have black hair, which it, and it works for him. I yeah, when I see him, like I don't prefer him like with lighter colors. Um, when he has like dark red or black is is good for me on him. Yeah. So, I mean, he looks good with, like, the dark red, but, like, yeah, he tends to stick to black, and I'm okay with that. So, yeah. Okay, I stand corrected. Uh, There is more of a big change than I thought, but that's because, again, with BTS, I jump around in the timeline, so, um, of their lives. So, I'm, like, all over the place in terms of, like, what information I'm getting in. And you're, like, Molly's more active on, like, Twitter and Instagram, so she's, like, more aware of, like, what are they currently like wearing? What is the current <laughs> state of BTS? Whereas like, I'm more of like nostalgic on YouTube, just watching like videos and stuff like that. Um, so you can express your fandom in any way. Yes. Want. Yes. 100%. I don't want you guys to think I'm not dedicated. It's just, I express it differently. Um, yes, which actually I want to make a point to that because I see things all the time that are like, oh, you don't have a ton of BTS merchandise and you've never seen them in concert and you don't have any of their physical albums and blah, 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 but you still love them. Yes, like you're still an army. You're still a fan just because you don't have like every one of their albums and you don't listen to them all day every day like I do um I don't have all their albums like I only have a handful of BTS merchandise and some of that's actually been gifted to me and you know we're new to this fandom and at first I kind of felt like I had to like kind of catch up regardless like we're still a fan and I still love them just as much as my friend who has been staining them for five years and I've only been around for you know three months but I'm just as invested and love them just as much and 
everyone expresses their love and their it differently how they feel about BTS and um, the love for the fandom and I think any way you're supporting them is a good way I mean I totally agree I feel like here we're gonna we're gonna go back to the old school days <laughs> but back when I was younger and I enjoyed a band like NSYNC and I thought I was their number one fan of all time you know I felt like I had to do things like the posters on my wall show that I'm a fan the necklace that I wear the t-shirt that I wear the books that I buy the album that I buy you know the websites I create all these things were like showing that like no I'm the number one fan I'm older now and you know life does happen (laughs) you kind of don't care as much about competing like I'm I'm not gonna win the number one BTS fan competition like I already know that but that doesn't mean that like they don't have such a significant place in my life Mm -hmm. and um and that I find my own ways to appreciate them and the way that they kind of like come into my life is just like on a daily basis like I said I enjoy watching YouTube and like honestly I'll watch a video with them involved in it and it just like brightens my day and I just like really enjoy encountering their personalities that way and as you said with the albums like first of all there's lots of streaming and everything so there are ways of like contributing to their final like bank account or whatever right without getting like the straight up albums like it's just how it is in 2018 the other thing I would say is that like for me I just need to pace myself we're like so new to this and I'm like I could try to like know every single song and you know listen to all their songs and know it but I'm like you know what I'm really happy with the songs that like I know now and if ever there comes a point that I'm really craving for more and they're not putting out like new music then I have something new to discover and to appreciate fully Mm -hmm. so that's another perspective and I know it's easy to just get into like no you must like everything that they do you must like it all like this you must promote it like this and that's a certain way of like showing your love and I, I definitely appreciate the people who are always out there who are promoting them who are letting people in the world know about them and doing things like putting them on these lists that are giving them more visibility. I'm not saying that at all, but like, it's just different for all of us. And we all have different things going on in our lives. But if you love BTS, then that's what counts. And um, you can love them differently. And this podcast is one way that we do that as well. You know, we, we talk about issues and we talk about our love for them and how we feel about the things going on. And that's part of how we express how we love them too. Yeah. Everyone does it differently. Everyone loves in general differently. So just because we don't do it this way or that way doesn't mean we don't love them or appreciate them just the same. So there you go. So if you have a t-shirt or you don't, don't feel bad about yourself. Or if you've spent too much on Black Friday and you have an order coming <laughs> your way, <laughs> don't feel bad. <laughs> or if you have three orders coming your way, like me, <laughs> don't feel bad. <laughs> but speaking of the armies that are out there grinding and putting in work for BTS to gain you know, recognition in the world, we did want to talk about the time person of the year. So I think we brought this up a a couple of podcasts ago. Basically, Time Magazine, a very prominent publication, puts out like a poll for a reader poll for person of the year. That doesn't necessarily mean that they will be the time selected person of the year, but that is a big prominent feature, right? The winner of the poll this year is uh, drum roll, please. 
BTS. Yeah. Park Jimin, this other. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Actually, it's behind the scene. (laughs) Um, I know, not trademarked in America, right? No, um, BTS won with 9% of the vote. And you have to understand, there's actually like a lot of people on this list and a lot of people who vote for this. And it's actually considered... Uh, something that has weight here in the United States. It's like, oh, wow, you know, this is, it's one of those things that we said again that will get people being like, okay, I keep hearing about them. Who are they? And what is this? What's going on? I think this only increases their visibility. And um, they had a big lead in it. And okay, some of the other people that they were up against were Planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. BTS beat up planet Earth. <laughs> oh my gosh. And some okay, some of the other people were the Thai cave divers. Um, that was like a story. Um, also, South Korean president Moon Jae in was on it. Yes. Like he was one of the top finishers. So again, Korea becoming very, very prominent. And again, this is more of like a, even though this has international influence, it's more of like a U.S. thing. So another one of them was like undocumented children, which is like a, a big thing in the United States right now, a big political issue. Our former first lady, Michelle Obama, was one of the top finishers as well. Yeah, like a lot of people. So like the time person of the year is not necessarily even like a liked person or one person or like whatever. But it's kind of like sometimes it's just like who's been really influential for better or for worse. So I think even like last year, the year before, like President Donald Trump, maybe before he's president, maybe or right when he first became, he was like selected and a lot of people were angry about it whatever you feel about that whatever but a lot of people are angry it's controversial but one of the things that they mention is like it's not necessarily about like who's the most liked it's just like who was the person who like really stood out this year and of course bts with all the records that they're breaking it's undeniable so whether people are fans of them or not they are breaking ground in america like no international group has really done um since maybe the beatles and having just such a huge influence so yeah i i'm really really interested to see who they actually um actually pick for it because there's a there's a lot of really good people on it this year that deserve that spot so i'm really interested to see who the panel uh chooses 100% for their time person slash people of the year Yeah, and I think no matter what, since they won the reader poll, they're going to get, like, a little write-up, and, like, Mm -hmm. so that's good. And as we know, Time already knows and has, like, photos of them and, you know, interview snippets because they were on the cover as Next Generation Leaders only, like, a few, several weeks ago. But this is just, again, raising their profile, really exciting for them, but just, like, also unfathomable. They are achieving the dreams that every k-pop group i can imagine has had Mm -hmm. but it seemed like this is impossible yeah it's crazy um but they will reveal the time person of the year on tuesday december 11th so be looking out for that and if bts is chosen definitely we will be talking about that so keep a keep an eye out for that and then i think we're gonna finish with this last story 
but this is the hugest and it kind of leads into or the time person of the year sort of leads into this because okay I'm just gonna let Molly say it (laughs) because our boys finally were nominated for a Grammy yay but it's not what you think (laughs) so it's mixed okay so like on the surface, let's talk about that for a second. BTS, their album has earned a Grammy nomination. Like, this is really huge because K-pop has never earned a Grammy. That is a barrier that they've broken. And we've talked in the past about the Grammys, about them potentially having one in the future, what this all means. And again, we'll just reiterate that in the United States, like, the Grammy is the music award that you want to get. People just want that for their whole lives, for their whole music career. Um, anytime, once you win one, you get to be a Grammy nominated artist. Like it's just a really high pedigree to have to, to win and everything like that. And we discussed before whether we thought that BTS could win one, would win one or whatever. So to hear that, like their album and they got nominated was really great. However, there's a downside to it. Well, the downside, so the album was uh, that got nominated was Love Yourself Tear, but it was nominated for Best Packaging. They're not being recognized for their musical talent, for their performing talent, for anything like that. Best Recording Packaging is the, is the category that they're nominated in. So basically what that means is the artwork and the way that their album was packaged. They're being nominated alongside Husky Fox, who is listed on the official Love Yourself tier credits for artwork. So it's for the artwork for the album. Yeah, when I heard this, when I, you know, read into it more after just seeing, like, they're nominated for a Grammy, and then it was like, oh for packaging like really i actually molly handled this a lot better than i did i actually got upset because (laughs) i was like one if you listen to bts you know their music you know their impact you know like they're just the production talent on like all of their music and everything like that their music deserves to be recognized i didn't say that they had to win every category or even any category right but they deserve to be recognized at least in a category that is about their music, right? So to hear that like, oh, wow, they finally got recognition. And oh, it's just for this like kind of like almost, I don't want to say throwaway, but sort of throwaway category. I feel like what happens with a lot of these like groups and awards, is like they know that BTS carries a lot of people, a lot of weight with it. So it's almost like, hey, we're going to give them a nod and maybe we'll get their like viewership so we can like get more ad revenue and like invite them to the Grammys and everything. But we're not really going to recognize them. Mm -hmm. It's like we're going to sort of recognize them, but not really. That really just like actually really irritates me because it's like oh well they should just be happy and they're breaking barriers and everything but it's like is this a real barrier I'm trying to come up with an analogy and I am failing to have one but maybe just say your reactions while I get myself together (laughs) well I I saw it in a little more positive light than Erica did and I guess um, I saw it the same as this article on billboard because they they say it just as well as I was thinking it. Um, says the nomination for BTS's Love Yourself Tier marks a major moment of inclusion and, and appreciation for South Korea's breakout artists and is an important step inside and in gaining attention of the notoriously traditional recording academy. 
And I think that's a big thing. They say notoriously traditional. Yes, they were nominated for maybe like the minimal they could be nominated for, for their packaging. I mean, the absolute minimum. (laughs) I know, the absolute (laughs) minimum. But, but this opens so many more doors for them for next year and for other music and for their next era coming up and for their next album and for maybe RM and Suga. I mean, these guys I mean, are in their early 20s. So, like, there's people that write music their entire lives that never win a Grammy. So, but and they're such like, good. I know. I know. I know. I know. No, but, I'm just saying, does it really? Because, like, I guess time will tell. If they're nominated and stuff, like, with the next, like, iteration, then maybe. But I feel like it's one of those times where, like, okay, look at something in the United States, like, race, right? And when you think ground is being broken. But at the same time, when you make, like, a little, like, token award and not, like, put people on equal ground, it's, like, almost, like, patronizing, too, right? For instance, with the Oscars. And sometimes people of color would get like supporting cast, even though like maybe they're they were worth being nominated for like the actual like lead actress or whatever. But it's like, here, you can take this award, even though that's like a supporting is still better than like this in a case. Or it's like creating like a special award like, hey, you've you've done something over there. We're not going to give you any of like the actual heavy hitting awards because you're not really equal to any of these people who are doing real music, even though your album is hitting number one. Your music is really great. It's produced like magical music, you know, but we're not going to say that you're on the same playing field as other people, but Hey, why don't you take this little bone that we're throwing to you to say like, maybe you can come play with us, but on our terms and not really for your music, because once we start recognizing your music, that poses a threat to the rest of us. I get like angry at a deeper sense because it's like, of course them being humble and being international and everything, it's like such an exciting thing. And it's like, wow, we didn't even think that this was possible. But me knowing what impact that their music has, how beautiful and how it's on par, if not exceeding the music that is also nominated, makes me angry because I feel like it's a sense of like musical injustice, if I'm really ta- speaking. And I'm not even just trying to say that as a BTS fan. Like, obviously, I know as a BTS fan, but like, I honestly think it was like, okay, you want to eat at our table that's fine here's some kibble and kibbles and bits that you can lick up from the floor but you're in the room but also I could say that we're a little bit biased because of how much BTS means to us as well and that yes like they've had a huge cultural impact but that's not what the Grammys is for the Grammys is for the music only that's it personally yes I think their music their writing, their vocals, their rapping. I think all of it is better than half of the crap that got nominated. But does the recording academy, do the people on the panel of the Grammys? No, because like this article said, they're very traditional. They're going with Ariana Grande, Justin Timberlake. Um, somehow the Backstreet Boys are nominated but for a those Grammy aren't even- this year. Those aren't and, even traditional, though. That's what I'm but saying. They're, it's like, they're traditional American, though. They're traditional for American. That's what they know. That's They're comfortable with, with that. BTS is like, yes. I want to say something to that point, because we kind of discussed it just a little bit earlier, but I didn't say it on the podcast yet, is that obviously the Grammy, the Grammys are like an American award ceremony. So if we're not counting 
the other K-pop groups. We're not counting French groups. We're not counting. Like, I understand. You can't count everybody. But the fact of the matter is, is that BTS has American music relevance, right? They're on American airwaves. They are not only showing up like, oh, okay, they're, you know, number 372. That's like a, you know, milestone. The, their album was like number one. And I know that Bill, uh, sorry, that Grammys doesn't do like billboards and it's not just about sales. I understand that. They're talking about like the artistry of music. But what I'm saying is that even though they're international, they do have a presence. They do have accolades. They are in an American market and they are here and their music is thriving here. So like, I think it deserves to be recognized as like the American market because it has had that. And I'm not even just talking about cultural impact. I think based on music alone that they deserve at least one nomination and some category again we don't know what they submitted their songs you know what what they submitted for i i'm sure it was more than just artwork um (laughs) but and i think one thing i will say that's confusing is that they released three albums that can make it very difficult for the the academy or like whoever decides on things to know like okay which album which album do we really recognize because you can't give like just one of them album of the year because it's kind of like a three-part thing so i understand that but to know that like none of their songs are being recognized amongst like you said like people like ariana grande justin timberlake and even Taylor Swift, things like that. It's like Kanye West, you know, right. all these people. It's just like to say that their music doesn't stand up to, next to that. Right. You know, and I'm not just saying again, I'm not just saying that as like a fan. I'm saying that completely as like, OK, as a pop, as a person who listens to pop, this deserves to be recognized. Yeah. Even yeah. again, I wasn't expecting them to win, but like just to not even get. And then, like I said, I would have almost been better. I know this sounds weird because if they do win, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I have a Grammy. Um, (laughs) But I almost would have been better with them just not being acknowledged at all. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, well maybe they weren't eligible or, oh, maybe this is not their year. But the fact that they're acknowledging them a little bit means, oh, wait, that that means you did acknowledge their other music and you're not recognizing it. Right. Um, And so I just feel like that's like kind of discriminatory. Yeah. It's hard. It is, you know, I'm trying to look at it positively, but <laughs> no, but I mean, you make some really, really good points too. And, and it, it irks me a little bit, but I, I just am trying to live by my motto. What would BTS do? And I know Jungkook did say, um, somebody mentioned in his, one of his chat rooms about if he had heard about the Grammy nomination and he just said he's just honored that their name is even mentioned in it. So, um, you know, I, mean, I know. What, what are they going to say? They're not I know. Gonna be like, right. I know they're going to be like, oh, we're pissed. <laughs> no. I know. I know. They're not going to say that. But I feel like he genuinely means it, too. And that they're going to genuinely. I feel like that's how they are. Maybe, yes, like. In his private time, Sugar's going to be like, F this, like, we deserved so much more. But then he's going to be like, okay. I'm just happy that our name is mentioned and yes, but then in his private time, like he's breaking everything. I actually don't think that they're upset about it. And, you know, I don't think that they would be like, again, 
they're breaking all these barriers that they never imagined. Like the fact that they're at the Grammys and like this probably means an invite to the Grammys, which I want to talk about in a second. I know that they're just happy and they're humble and they're amazing people. But that's what the army is here for. We're here to yeah, fight the battle. Yes. Yep. <laughs> that they won't fight. We're here to call people out when they're not being fair or right. And again, I know it's subjective. I get that. But only to to what level, right? There's a certain level that it's like, okay, certain things are subjective, but then like, how can you ignore the artistry of this music? And I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't understand how something like fake love couldn't even get like a, a nomination for a song with like, you know, just like even the production. I feel like if you're not going to do it on like lyrics or whatever, because they don't necessarily understand the Korean lyrics, right. how are you not doing it for the production? Like on a, production level their stuff is just like really imaginative creative beautiful perfectionistic like there there's just so much that and they're on the american charts you know they're playing with these other players so again i don't expect them to ever be upset and i also don't want to take away from it so like and also i know i said the word i didn't mean to say the word is actually stupid i don't think it's stupid <laughs> i think that like the fact that they take the time to place their music in such a beautiful packaging and to have that be iconic and even our cover for our podcast is well like inspired by their iconic like you know imagery from that so that's not something to like look down on I think that it, it that's important let's say it's like this it's like you're in a beauty pageant and competition and you get the like best personality award and it's right. like okay, that's great, but I was trying to compete as, like, a beautiful person, and you're telling me, like, okay, let's put a bag over your head, but <laughs> you're a really great person, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like, okay, well, thanks, but that's not the competition I'm in. Right. And so that's how it feels, and if they had this nomination along with at least one nomination in another category, I would feel, right. like, better. Yeah. yeah. That being said, the exciting part of this is that, well, there's two parts that it's, that it's exciting about this. One, if they do win this, no one ever checks after the Grammys, like, what Grammy did you win? You can right. all. <laughs> so they're like, not like. <laughs> we won a Grammy. That's all you got to say. And after this, if they do win it, they will. People will use that title for them no matter what. It'll be Grammy Award winning BTS, Grammy Award winning. And they can say that we won a Grammy. No one is going to be like, let me check the engrave the engravement on like your award oh it says packaging you know so well, no one I mean that, that's <laughs> what they were doing for the billboard music awards too like same exact thing they won best like top social artist which that has nothing to do with their music but now they can say their billboard award winning bts they don't have to say what it was for so same thing goes with the grammys like yeah grammy award anytime they're on a talk show it's going to be Grammy award winning artists BTS and then it's not going to be like but they only won for this award so yeah so like no one's really going to care in the grand scheme so that's like the good news it's like they can win a Grammy and now they're Grammy award winning artists which opens up so much more to them and gives them so much negotiating power in terms of business mm -hmm. in terms of deals that they do in the future everything like that so that's one of the good things the other good thing is that this likely means that they have an automatic invitation to the ceremony. And that's really exciting because I know that in Suga's dreams, I don't even know if it was winning a Grammy. It was like, I want to go to go. the Grammys. Mm -hmm. And now they can. 
Yeah, that'll be, that'll be, oh, I can't wait to see them, like, sitting there at the Grammys. Now, do you think they're going to all of a sudden uh, televise the packaging award? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) See, normally that's a, I didn't even know they had this award. And so that's definitely one of the ones that they don't do on TV. But I feel like this year to try to get, like, the (laughs) BTS fans, the RB to watch they're gonna be like and okay so the first award for the night is a packaging (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, that would be so funny that would that would really show like their (laughs) their power that they have if they did do that yeah like so we'll see but i'm so excited for them my like again my protective army side is like they deserve better but putting that aside it still is exciting. It still is definitely a step in the right direction. It still is groundbreaking. Um, but they definitely deserve more. And hopefully next year's beauty competition, they won't be getting Miss Nice Girl in the Corner. They'll be getting the crown that they deserve as the beautiful swans they are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So if you were to give a Grammy to any of their songs, let's not do by album, but any of their songs, which song and why? Oh my gosh. Uh-uh. I can't do this. I can't do that. Like I said, I was trying to be the most objective as possible. And I think their song that has the most artistic merit in terms of like a just generally speaking is Fake Love. Um, I also think for the video, I don't know if like, I don't think the Grammys gives any, they might do actually a video uh, uh, award like for visuals, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure. So don't quote me on that. But if they did, I also feel like that would be a really great one for that one, too. But, yeah, I feel like it's just objectively artistic and, like, deep for the genre. Mm -hmm. And not even just talking about the lyrics, although the lyrics are there, too. But I think, like, that one is the most, like, unique and artistic of, like, the songs that they've released Mm -hmm. as, like, singles and stuff. Yeah. I would maybe say Idol, then, for me. I love I love the lyrics. I love the production of that and the music and I always say for Idol, this is not like for the Grammys, but I always feel like I'm so glad they released it and I love the song and like obviously I love all the performances, but I almost wish they would have like released it like over the summer or something because it's like that big like anthem type of song mm-hmm. that's very like hot weather oriented and very mm-hmm. much like I can see it as being like the title song for like a world cup competition Mm -hmm. or for like the Olympics. Like I know we just had like the Olympics in South Korea, the winter Olympics, like that would also have been like, I know it wasn't out then, but that would have been a great song to just be Mm -hmm. like the song for that. It's just such a big song. And I feel like the timing and not attaching it to any sort of thing also doesn't help it to perform even bigger than it already is, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know. Maybe they just didn't nominate like the right songs. I know it's like all a strategy. Um, maybe they didn't even nominate individual songs. Maybe they just nominated albums and like people were confused. It's a lot. Of, it's political. It's a lot of that. You know, they got their nomination. Hopefully they'll win it and just continue to conquer the world. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that'll definitely be something that we keep a close eye on when it gets time to that. Yes. So excuse me for my fiery, <laughs> angry <laughs> enrage. <laughs> we, but we are. We're 
we're protective of them and when we feel like they deserve something and like you said they're not going to be able to voice it themselves so that's what we're here for is to to stand up for them when they can't and say look they deserve this and um you need to recognize them and that's what you know people on twitter were doing with the whole like jimin debacle thing you know it, that that's what we're here for is to make sure that we can speak up for them when they can't that's right so that's why we got a podcast right <laughs> molly we actually got through the news <laughs> yes we did and um we do have some stuff coming up soon um mama is mama M-A-M-A. Mama, <laughs> mama is coming up soon um so but it's like three nights like right yeah it's like... there's three nights in three different cities um so I, i'm really interested to see how they do this but um it will be televised on v live uh, I think this is the first time they're ever actually like airing it on V Live because it's going to be so big. So, oh my gosh, like I cannot wait for it. Um, so we will definitely have some reactions to that. And yeah, then V's birthday is coming up at the end of the month. So on the 30th. So we're looking forward to that as well. Our babies are all growing up. Are indeed, even though we have only known really <laughs> about them for three months, but it just seems so fast. I know. It seems so fast. Um, but yeah, like I'm so looking forward to the Mamas MAMAs and um, y- just everything that's going on. So yeah, stay tuned and uh, we back. <laughs> yeah, we back. <laughs> so yeah, until next time, why say no when you can say BT? Yes. Woo! Woo! See you next time. Bye. <laughs>